All right, look, I don't know if you know this or not, but um, putting together a podcast is actually a lot of work. This is my first time um, attempting to do something like this. Um, I started back in April, had, uh, I tried to record every couple of weeks, and now I realize I haven't, I haven't posted anything. I haven't published any podcasts since June 9th. And I know you're, you're probably uh, wondering to yourself, uh, how is it possible to, how, how are you ever going to have a successful podcast if you're going to take two-month breaks uh, in between publishing uh, your podcast? No, I don't think you can. And, uh, you know, I guess I'm not, when I, you know, when I first started doing this thing, it wasn't so much that um, I really even was thinking about having a successful podcast. The, the, the big motivation for me was uh, and is I felt like and I feel like I have something to say about uh, this, about the state of politics in the United States. Uh, like many of you who, who are listening to this, and, and quite frankly, there aren't many of you at this point. Uh, you know, I checked the stats today. I think I've had 76 listens since I started this thing um, back in April, which is actually more than I thought I'd, I'd ever get. And it's kind of cool. I mean, but anyway, my uh, whole goal was to just have an outlet. Uh, I felt like, you know, everything I was reading and seeing and listening to myself uh, was driving me crazy. And I I really needed to have a place where I could get out and just talk about uh, my own ideas and thoughts, opinions on the state of what was happening around us, what is happening around us. And, you know, I'm sure Trump's been a great motivator for many people like me who have decided to take to the airwaves or waves or, or, or write stuff down. Um, so yeah, that was that's that's been my motivation and that's what my focus was. But I uh, I stuck with it there um, for uh, what I don't know. I, I think I published twelve podcasts before I took the break. And taking a break was, um, you know, yeah, was not, none of this was. It wasn't really planned. I didn't didn't say, hey, I'm going to take a vacation and not go back to podcasting for a while. It's just one of those, it's, it's like anything else. Uh, when you get in the routine and you stick with that routine, it's easy to put out 12 podcasts. But then once you take a break and uh, get out of that routine, uh, it's hard to get back into it. That's, I mean, that's, that's the honest thing. The other thing is uh, I, don't have, I don't have the greatest setup here for a podcast. Um, I'm just really using uh uh, my uh, cell phone, my Apple iPhone, which is great. I mean, um, you know, the technology here is just magnificent. It's amazing that you're able to pull something like this off, just uh, talking into the microphone on your on your phone. But that's what I'm doing. And so I, I thought that I would, uh, you know, if I'm going to take this thing seriously, I might um, invest a little more in some some better equipment and try to produce something um, a little more professional sounding. I, I haven't gotten to it yet, and I hope that, 
you know, that's, that's kind of my goal. If I want to stick with this, I'd like to make it a little easier for myself because uh, it's tough editing and producing on a cell phone. So I need to get um, some better technology and I just haven't gotten around to it yet um, and, and having a little better setup so, so that I can produce something that's a little more, a um, uh, little better quality. So yeah, that's my goal. Um, hopefully, get a get a little better technology. Anyway, I mean, if you're like if you like what you're hearing, if uh, you're interested in hearing more um, content uh, from this podcast, um, just reach out and let me know. Um, you can do so by visiting my Facebook page uh, at Madhouse Politics uh, on Facebook. Um, visit the page sometime and. You know, let me know uh, what you think about um, some of the topics we've covered. It's good to get feedback. Anyway, so, yeah, it's been a couple of months since I last published, last recorded a podcast. And so here I am. And, um, I mean, there's just been so much that's happened in between um, then and now. And it's you know, that's that's part of where I've been is just sitting back, trying to absorb, trying to process uh, everything that's been going down. I mean, uh, there's just there's just so much of it. One of the big things is uh, uh, Mary Trump published her book, um, "Too Much and Never Enough." Uh, it, you know. I, I don't know completely how I feel about it. Uh, I do think it might be an interesting read just to get um, some close-up insight into um, the inner workings of Donald Trump. Um, but then, here's the thing. Uh, what I have read and what I have heard just sort of reinforces everything that everybody's been talking about or who has talked about since Trump has become president or anybody who's been, you know, observing Trump um, in the public sphere for as long as most of us have. You know, I'm a, like, you know, I grew up in the 80s and Trump was Trump has been a huge figure, popular figure um, since way back then. Um, yeah, you know, he's he's been a popular figure, a brand. Trump has been a brand um, for for all those years, and so it it seems like just as an observer, watching over the years interviews and and watching how Trump interacts with people, that you sort of I sort of at least had um, a pretty what I feel like is a pretty good idea of of this guy's persona uh, of his psychology. You don't have to be a Ph.D. to get some notion of some idea of, of Trump's psychology. But it but but Trump, uh, Mary Trump's book um, and the interviews that I've watched with with her um, really reinforces uh, everything that I've thought. And if you go back through um, these podcasts, you'll see that that's exactly what I've been talking about from. Those things are, are what I've been talking about from day one, mainly Trump's narcissism, uh, Trump being a charlatan and what that means for our country. 
and it's, it's really interesting. Um, it's really interesting to, to hear the firsthand um, observations of someone like uh, Mary Trump. You get a, a really interesting picture of how cold and calculated this guy really is and how driven he is not by any higher principles or um, adherence to some sort of philosophy, but by his ego. And she admits that that's dangerous for 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 the country. I don't think it's um, you know hard to see how dangerous that really is for the country. Um, you're seeing some of this manifest right now um, with the uh, U.S. Post Postal Service and and Trump's full admittal of uh, him trying to. Uh, put up barricades to block the um, post office from being able to process mail-in ballots. That's the other thing that has been pretty, um, the other thing that's been pretty consistent over these last couple of months is that um, Trump, Trump is, uh, is doing horribly in the polls. And you, you can see, um, just any observer can see that uh, he's been scrambling. And, and it, he, sure, they'll put on, the, the Republicans will put on their best face and his, his crew will put in on their best face and put their best foot forward when they're in front of the cameras. But behind, a, behind the scenes, these guys are scrambling. They're freaking out. And that's because they're, they're losing in the polls. Now, sure, yeah, you'll 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 hear them say that, um, you know, they have a they have an invisible majority out there, and but you know, and we can set that aside and we can talk about that a little bit. But but the truth of the matter is, Trump is losing and he knows he's losing, and it's freaking him out, and so. Um, uh, and, you know, just as we've talked about on this podcast, as I've talked about on this podcast, when you have someone in Trump's position who is a narcissist and is driven by ego and is, and is, and is a materialist, is very materialistic, which is another topic we should, we should delve into, but I'm just going to focus on him being a narcissist right now, a charlatan, someone who is... Uh, needs to feed the ego and um, is, is, is transitioning before our eyes um, into an authoritarian and into a dictator. That transformation has happened. We're seeing that. We've seen that over the last uh, four, three and a half years, almost four years. Trump transitioning into a dictator. I can't say, um, I, I, I don't know enough about Trump and the workings of his business deals and his, his business to, to say whether or not he was a dictator or an authoritarian um, behind the scenes in those, in his own companies. But we have certainly seen that transformation taking place 
since he's been president. And we're seeing it unfold right now. You're seeing that unfold. Um, anytime someone wants to put up barriers for voting, uh, you should be afraid of that. You should be scared. You should be frightened out of your house. Uh, we're in the midst of a pandemic where people are scared for their health. Nobody wants to go to the polls. Uh, and, and instead of thinking about ways of making it easier for the populace, he's thinking of ways of putting up barriers. And that's because he thinks that if um, it's easier for... Yeah, don't, don't get fooled by this whole um, fraud thing. Don't get fool, fooled by voter fraud. As a platitude, it's a bumper sticker. It's empty. It's, that's an empty um, fear tactic. I mean, just do, just do the research. Uh, you, you don't have to, to dig very deeply to, um, to find out that that's just, that's just a fantasy on, on his part. That there could be a um, voter fraud at such an extent and as epic as he would have it be that it would make a difference in the election. It doesn't happen. It's never happened. If you do the research, you'll find that out. Go check it out. Check out the Brookings Institute. Check out uh, some of these organizations that do this kind of research. All you have to do is Google it. You'll see. Uh, you know, even the attorneys general of um, the states uh, have certified that, uh, that that voter fraud in any form in any at any level in the United States is so minimal that it has very little impact on anything. But Trump will have <coughs> Trump. <coughs> but Trump will uh, is trying to trying to frighten people, and he knows that he's doing that because uh, it gives him an, a reason for. Um, putting up barriers to voting because, you know, historically, the easier it is for people to vote, the more people you get um, voting, the more likely they're going to be uh, voting progressive uh, politics, Pro progressive politicians, Democrats, liberals. <laughs> and so and so they're putting up the barriers. He's putting up the barriers. He's, he's frightened. He's scared out of his wits. He's going to lose. I mean, uh, I'm not making this stuff up. I'm not trying to. This is my, this is my own honest analysis. Uh, but it makes, you know, it makes, it just fits. It fits uh, Trump's M.O. and the way he operates. We've been witnessing this transformation of a dictator for quite some time. And it's coming to a head. You know, a lot of people have been warning us about this. You know, it's kind of scary when you think about it. Um, <clears throat> transition of power and whether or not that will be peaceful in the United States.
Um, dictators do not like to give up the reins. They don't like to give up power. And Trump is becoming that dictator. And uh, quite frankly, he said that he, he, he has not committed to accepting re election results. Uh, and yeah, well, and here's the other thing about voter fraud. I mean, <laughs> here's the other thing about voter fraud. If, if the Democrats, um, liberals, if the, um, the progressive left were as adept at fraud as uh, Trump would have you think, if they were as good at um, rigging the polls and rigging elections as well as Trump would lead you to believe, then why would he have ever been elected? Think about that. These guys have you believe that. They, have, they, they want you to believe that. But heck, we've had, uh, you know... You know, in the last uh, 20 years, you had Bush his first time, Bush his second time, and Obama for, for two terms. And um, now Trump, Trump won. So, you know, the reality is the, um, well, at least in the 25 years, in the last 20, we'll say the last 25 years, the Republicans are... Um, no, no, last 20 years. Yeah, last 20 years, the Republicans have out, outplayed um, Democrats. They've outserved. I mean, you've had two, two Republican presidents in the last 20 years. How could that be if, we, if the progressives are, and the, um, the radical liberals are so adept at rigging elections? Well, I'll tell you who's good at rigging elections, and that's the uh, Republicans with the way they've gerrymandered and... Uh, you know, squelch the vote, um, throwing up barriers at every step to prevent people from being able to uh, um, to vote. So don't get caught up in that. I mean, it's it's insanity, um, and it's just Trump uh, in his his way trying to maintain power because he's behind. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, CNN, though CNN uh, yesterday, I saw released a couple of polls uh, saying that this this race is, is tightening. It appears that uh, there's only about four points between if you believe CNN's polls, there's only about four points between uh, Trump and Biden on the national uh, in consideration of the national election, the general election. This race is a lot tighter than uh Folks would have you believe. That's, that's what I believe. I think to some degree there is the invisible um, Trump supporters out there. And it's going to be a lot tighter, especially in the battleground states. I saw a report or, or heard an interview um, a couple days ago that said Biden could, could beat um, they, but Biden could win over 5 million more votes in the popular vote, 5 million votes in the popular votes. Uh, I forget two and a half, three million is what, um, maybe it was 2 million that, um, Hillary, uh, Hillary won, but, but 
given the the uh, the uh, mathematics, Biden could win five million more votes in the popular vote, and Trump still beat through their electoral college. How frightening is that? So that alone, when you think about polling, um, provides, a, provides a, an area where things can be skewed. Don't listen to the polls. Don't listen to the pollsters. Um, we got to get Trump out. He is, uh, he is systematically destroying our democracy. Take a look around and you'll see that. It's happening before your very eyes. Don't listen to the pollsters. You've got to get out. You've got to vote. Hey, leave a, leave a message at my Facebook page if you're interested in hearing more content. Take care.